This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden has declared this March the 21st National Agriculture Day. Biden highlighted the administration's ag policy efforts in the seventh straight year the White House has issued an official Ag Day proclamation, and he called on all Americans to recognize and reaffirm a commitment to and appreciation for the nation's farmers, farm workers, ranchers, fishers, foresters, and all those who work in the agriculture sector across the country. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the day also gives the nation a chance to understand the global benefits of American agriculture. Very few nations on earth have the opportunity to basically say uh, that their farmers, ranchers, and producers produce everything that's necessary to feed the people. Uh, Many, many countries would like to have that advantage. It makes us a much more secure nation. It's a national security uh, opportunity. It's one thing we don't often think about, but National Ag Day gives us the opportunity to think about that. The day was marked with celebrations across the country, including an event at the Department of Agriculture headquarters in Washington. In other news, four Midwest governors are asking the Environmental Protection Agency for emergency authority to sell E15 in their states this summer. The governors of Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, and South Dakota are pressing for relief after a previous letter from eight states was approved, but sales of the fuel have been pushed off until summer 2024. The four-state effort comes as EPA heard from the oil and biofuel industries today about the eight-state letter. EPA says it is proposing to delay the implementation over concerns about the fuel infrastructure and timing of the decision, points underscored by the American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers, Patrick Kelly. Eliminating the one-pound waiver will reduce overall fuel production in the affected states, and fewer refineries will be capable of supplying Midwestern summertime gasoline. Refinery system, uh, supply system constraints would result in approximately 125,000 fewer barrels per day of gasoline and 33,000 fewer barrels per day of diesel fuel produced in the region during the summer volatility season. That's equivalent to the loss of a large Midwest refinery. But Jeff Cooper with the Renewable Fuels Association says the industry should not be punished for the administration's regulatory delays. EPA's seven-month delay in taking action on this petition has put the marketplace in a real jam, and it should be EPA's responsibility to get us out of that jam. If the agency believes it cannot implement this petition in time for this summer, then it should consider using other regulatory authorities to ensure consumers have uninterrupted access to lower-cost, lower-carbon E15. EPA officials say they're considering all available options to ensure 2023 sales. Decisions would likely need to be announced within the next month to ensure early June sales. Last year's emergency waiver announcement was rolled out April 12th. Finally today, leaders of the Senate Ag Committee say their bipartisan track record on the 2018 Farm Bill could be carried over to the next piece of legislation, but obstacles could make that difficult. Speaking to attendees of this week's AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit, Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow says many fresh faces will require some education. Uh, We have new members in the Senate and, and we have a lot of new members in the House that have never voted on a farm bill before and don't understand uh, what that means. But Senate Ag Ranking Member John Bozeman says if the legislation can address the various needs of different regions and commodities while still protecting nutrition programs, a sweeping bipartisan vote is still possible. 
My goal is to get more votes than Senator Roberts and Senator Stabenow did on the last farm bill, which is going to be difficult. They did a tremendous job. And, and the same was true in the House. I think they had a record number of votes there also. The final 2018 Farm Bill ultimately passed 87 to 13 in the Senate and 369 to 47 in the House. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Tell the Securities and Exchange Commission not to regulate farmers like Wall Street. Ask your lawmakers to support the Protect Farmers from the SEC Act. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.